0: of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Yeah. I'm pumped up today. You are, I can tell. You're Woo-wee. feeling it. You are feeling it, Cameron. <laughs> How are you? Other than being pumped up. I just said I'm pumped. I'm pumped, I'm pumped. Yeah, good, good. 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 Today, we have a fantastic episode. Yeah.
1: Right? We do have a good episode. What are you going to do right after the SH hits TF? Yeah. Huh? What's the first 10 things you're going to do? Oh, 10. We got a list. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited about that. Very most important things you're going to do. Yeah. soon as things get crazy. Yeah, because you got to know. Yeah. We're yep. going to tell you that. Yep. Before we tell you that, though, I have to tell you
0: about BattleBox. It is the monthly subscription box for men, full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers each month battle box sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear all valued at far more than what you normally pay you never know what's in the next box but here's a sampling of what users received this month the climate static v2 sleeping pad dang the cali loha on a pad yeah the cali loha camp table that's pretty cool. It is cool. It I'm is looking cool. forward yeah. to using that. All this badass and starts at just 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost a million boxes and won Best Men's Subscription Box of 2017. Our listeners can get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash preppers. That is trybattlebox.com slash preppers. Get your first battle box plus that free knife at
1: trybattlebox.com slash preppers. Listener reviews starts now. Be selfish. And use your tax return on Battlebox. It's time. It's time. You should do it. Do it. Finally, a prepping podcast for the common man or woman. Five stars. Five stars. It goes without saying. Everybody loves that. <laughs> That's why I've eliminated it. It goes without saying. <laughs> this is the best podcast you can shove in your dirty little ear holes. I started listening about a month and a half ago and am easily through the uh, most of the library available here. From a redneck breaking down, surviving a volcano quake NATO flare. Volcano earthquake oh, NATO. Oh, yeah, earthquake NATO. That's flare. a long one. <laughs> I know, yeah. And that's a real thing. It is, yeah. 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 To a Russian figuring out the Skinwalker Sasqu- Sasquatch connection. Sasquatch. <laughs> that's a new one. That's a new one. <laughs> this podcast has it all. Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch. <laughs> if I'm opening a restaurant, got a Skinwalker Ranch and Sasquatch soup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. This podcast has it all. Yes. Most podcasts are full of samples and junk you'll never use. <laughs> Sasquatch. <laughs> Uh, it is. Uh, did I miss it again. No, no, you're good. You're good. But not casual preppers. This is more like having a drink and BSing with your buddies than your average serious prepper podcast. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll realize that prepping is more than five, five, six mac and cheese. Mm. Sincerely, thank you for helping me get through long work days with a smile and making prepping a step by step marathon. Yeah, and not a million dollar fallout shelter sprint. <laughs> I don't like that. Good. Stay survived. P.S. We should have been listening to Cam about... uh, We should have been listening to Cam about the Russians this whole time. Yeah, it's true. Thank you. Freaking Russians. This came from nicknames that's available
0: 1312 via Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. If you guys want to be part of this portion of the podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, and make
1: it awesome. All right. It's a mad, mad world. Sauce squatch, sauce squatch. <laughs>
0: you want a little extra sauce squatch on mm. that?
1: <laughs> I don't think you have enough. I'm gonna soft squash all over that. We put our special sauce squatch sauce on there.
0: <laughs> Came out like I say it every day. <laughs> I know. I'll give you a side of Skinwalker Ranch with that as well. I'm a sauce squatcher. Why? Yeah, <laughs> love it on my burger. Mmm, it's so oh, good. Man. So, Cam. You ever thought about moving to Puerto Rico? No. I haven't yet. <laughs> a lot of people have. Because it's a beautiful place. But they are having issues right now. More than a million customers in Puerto Rico remain got squashed by the hurricane? Sure is. Then have they recovered? No. <laughs> this is just the same outage. More than a million customers in Puerto Rico remained without electricity last week after a fire at a main power plant caused the biggest blackout so far this year across the U.S. territory, <laughs> facing it to cancel classes and shutter government offices. The blackout also left some 160,000 customers without water and snarled traffic across the island of 3.2. <laughs> 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 we got some traffic snarls going <laughs> on boys <laughs> this is a, this is TV
1: 5 we have some snarling down there <laughs> welcome to KU TV 5 in the morning there's some traffic <laughs> <Northbound snarls> and... <laughs> snarling is just horrible this year <laughs> that's
0: funny long lines formed at some gas stations as people sought fuel for generators others tried to charge their cell phones at businesses in the scenes reminiscent of the aftermath of hurricane maria
1: oh yeah that's it yeah yeah maria maria
0: It's a Maria. Uh, Officials in at least one city distributed food to hundreds of elderly people, as well as ice to those whose medication must be kept cool. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. So basically, they're they're surviving a little apocalypse over there. (laughs) Um, You think at some point the government's just going to be like, let's just live without power and energy and and, uh, water? Huh? We'll just, you know, let's just go back in time. I think we're going to be happy.
0: It's been like a year and a half. We've done it so Seriously, far. Seriously, like, do n- we need nothing's it? Nothing's <laughs>
1: going to bother them. Hurricane? <laughs> yeah.
0: We don't have power no anyway. Big deal. Yeah, no. a little rain. Not That's big. crazy. Yeah, I, I just love the part. It's like a bunch of people are going to the businesses to charge their cell phones.
1: It's like <laughs> 50 people at a hardware store trying to find a plug <laughs> to <laughs> that sounds charge about their right. phone. <laughs> you know what Coming I mean? Coming from, a, you know, really humble home to, like, yeah. have a iphone 13 it's funny like everybody's coming into lowe's lowe's is like all right they're gonna
0: be buying their batteries they're gonna be getting this and they're like where's plugs <laughs> got a plug Can't all get that it. style plugs <laughs> 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 plug in my phones at
1: two percent <laughs> oh man help me help that me. sucks though yeah it's not good man i ain't moving to puerto rico <laughs> more like puerto poro <laughs> yeah remember that one
0: yeah, that that's was a good the... joke
1: <laughs>
0: every time i hear puerto rico that's all i can think is that a <laughs>
1: stupid joke <laughs> <laughs> they're still pissed about that joke. <laughs> yeah oh man mm. well um space news always mm. my favorite news okay A powerful radio wave laser called a mega maser has been observed by Mega Maser. Oh my gosh. Maser, not a mega laser, a mega maser. um, Observed by Meerkat Telescope in South Africa. The record breaking find is the most distant mega maser of its kind ever detected at about 5 billion light years from Earth. Jeez. The light from the mega-maser has traveled 58,000 billion billion. That's 58 <laughs> followed by 21 z- uh, zeros wow. kilometers to Earth. That's a lot to calculate. Yeah. The um, optical image of the host galaxy of the hydroxyl mega-maser taken from the hyper- Hyper-Suprime Cam, which is now my new nickname. hyper It's the HSC. Um, okay the discovery was made by the international team of astronomers led by Dr. Marcin uh Glawacki
0: <laughs> Dr. Marcin
1: Glawacki <laughs> who previously worked at the inter the the interuniversity institute for data intensive astronomy wow that guy anyway, gets all the girls i bet yeah he's freaking awesome
0: but <laughs> look well, uh, at the data institute of negative on Un- maronomy yeah.
1: He says, when galaxies collide, the gas they contain becomes extremely dense and can trigger concentrated beams of light to shoot out. Or if you eat Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. This is the first hydroxyl mega of its kind to be observed by Meerkat. Mm. It's impressive. With just a single night of observations, we've already found a record-breaking mega So, uh, it's a mad, mad world. We're starting to look so deep into space. Yeah. We're finding what's called an object named Nakalakatha. Oh. pronounced nagalakatha, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> meaning yeah. big boss. Oh. So they're detecting like these really strong pulses of light, which yeah. sounds interesting. Got to be something there. Someone turned the like lights on. It's like a hazard on. light for some spaceship. We'll leave the lights on for you. He's got his mega-majors on. <laughs> He's got some serious problem. Sarah, <laughs> come look at this. But what I thought was funny is it said in the article, first night of detecting, he said, the mega maser was detected on the first night of surveying involving more than three thousand hours of observations. I'm like, wait a minute, what's a day over there? How many d- how many d- <laughs> What time zone you in? All right as well. Yeah, I've been looking all day. Three thousand hours plus. And yeah, I've been it. looking at your
0: time card. Um something does not look right. You got three thousand hours on Friday.
1: <laughs> you've got <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of overtime. Man, For one day you've got like two thousand eight hundred and eighty eight hours Oh overtime. yeah I forgot to tell you we hit that Mega Maser. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if you realize what this overtime did. For it's me. like hitting a black hole. There is no time, really, uh, man. Yeah. I love, they just like blow up these words. I know. It sounds super. <laughs> man, we found a major. Yeah, I've been working three thousand hours this week. <laughs> Everybody I talk to always like rounds up their hours. So, like, I know. My husband's been working four hundred hours this week. I'm like, <laughs> how's that possible? Don't even add up. Yeah, and he's just sh- super busy. And it's also like the like you're
0: supposed to be super impressed. Well, you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> don't work that many hours. No. Like, I'm they not do. impressed they do it with all that. The time
1: too. People. Oh, he's so busy. Been working 400 yeah. hours. I'm like, well, get a different job. <laughs> get a different job, man. You can make like, the same amount, less I, hours. It doesn't
0: impress me. Like, people are like, that way. Like, oh, I worked 80 hours by Thursday. Yeah. Well, you're dumb. <laughs> I'm at 30, like a normal person. I know.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You spent a lot of time wasting all over. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, sure. space is crazy. It it's is crazy. Man. Mega Masers, weird mm-hmm. stuff. You know what else is
0: crazy? SHTF events. Yeah. So when these Sh- things yeah. happen, you know, you, you have this small period of time as they're happening to try and figure out what to do. Yeah. Right. Immediately. There's, you know, maybe it's an hour or a couple hours. What do you do? What are the first 10 things that you should be thinking about as one of these things goes down? Yeah. Right. And camera, like, let's make a list. Number one, number one. You Call your mom. Yeah, <laughs> number one. Flip on the podcast. Try and find the episode that correlates with your <laughs> event. Yeah. I know what's in here. <laughs> I remember first Mega Mazer explosions somewhere. <laughs> so where's the Sauce Squatch episode? Sauce Squatch. <laughs> um, but no. Number one is stay calm and get yourself to safety and basically stay alive. Like yeah. that's the first thing. Staying calm is so important
1: that's... when it comes to yeah an event. It really look at it, movies, look at the news, yes. like the mm-hmm. first thing people do is lose their minds. Yeah, and they've already lost their minds. Yeah, but, and when
0: people lose their minds, their decision making abilities yeah. become pretty poor. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? They're not they're not making the best decisions. They go decisions. to Costco
1: yeah. and they stack their cart to mm-hmm. the ceiling with toilet paper. Because right. They don't know why. It, they're it, like cause? everybody else wants it. I want it all.
0: Yeah. So um, you've got to stay calm. When disaster strikes, most people, they, like, they scream, they run, they cry. They move as quick as they, cl- they can without, like, no plan. No. It's just, like, running around, chickens with their head cut off. And this this leads to more injuries, and, and a lot of times it leads to making your situation worse than it needs to be. Yeah. It just doesn't need to be that bad. If you can just calm yourself down, and I get it because when something bad happens, it's hard not to be, like, Oh crap! Like you feel that adrenaline rush. You you you're not sure exactly what to do next. But if you can calm yourself down, then you can start to think clearly. And hopefully, as preppers, we've made these plans, right? And right. So, but staying calm is the first thing you need to do. It's going to be a huge asset. And I think us being preppers, that should be us. We should be the people that are calm and collected and are like, okay, here's what we do. And this isn't necessarily just like maybe there's a huge earthquake. This could be a car wreck on the on the highway, and yeah. you're one of the first people there, or something. Because that's a tough situation to go into, right? <clears throat> but if you can keep yourself calm, you're going to be an asset. You're not going to be a hindrance to all the people around you, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> um, so, a, a few things to think about as something unfolds. You just take a couple of deep breaths. Don't just go willy nilly into the remember night. Remember my training. Yeah, remember my training. No, but really take a, a few deep breaths. Do a quick situational assessment. You know? A lot of a lot of people will say well, psychologists say do this thing where you squeeze all your muscles in your body and release them as you exhale. And it like really reduces the stress yeah. and it increases the blood flow and it's gonna help relax you. Do something like that. Um so just just don't like I said don't take off before you have yourself under control. Chill then go and make your moves. Yeah. And this doesn't need to take You ever you know, seen
1: stampedes? I've yeah, sure. Scary. They, <laughs> it is scary. But you know everybody sure. like rushing yeah. for an
0: exit and you know. Sure. Yeah. But if you've c- collected yourself and calmed yourself for even if it's 10 to 15 seconds, that's all you need Yeah. and then move on. Obviously if there's something coming at you or there's a really bad thing happening. If your house is on
1: fire, you got to go an asteroid. (sighs) (sighs) No, it burned a little bit, but no. Yeah. I'm going to be calm about
0: this. (laughs) Um, yeah. So once you've gathered yourself, you've calmed yourself down, consider what plans you already have in place. This can help you focus on what to do. And this is why I always harp on those emergency plans because, um, it gives you in a, place. a like, clear plan of what to do when these things happen because it's very hard to think clearly. Yeah. Um, and so calm yourself down. Okay. What, what did we put in our plan or where is my plan? Let me look at it. Let's go. Right. Um, are some things that you can do before something like this happens to build up your tolerance for bad or uncomfortable or stressful situations. Um, it's, it's really funny cause I actually just finished a book about this specifically. Um, but This year, um, I've been really into stoicism. It's basically a a philosophy of how to live your life, right? One of the things that they talk about is negative visualization. So basically training your mind or or thinking about these negative outcomes that may happen beforehand. makes a lot of sense. And as as a prepper, that's what we think about. Okay, what if there was a huge earthquake? What is the worst thing that could happen? What if um, I lost my job? What is the worst thing that could happen? What if there's a fire in my house? Yeah. What is the worst thing? And so basically, you're desensitizing yourself to it. You've thought about it already. And so you're creating like this psychological fitness in preparation for real-life losses. So that's something you can do to help yourself before you get into this situation, right? Yeah. Um,
1: Just totally like everyday situational. Yeah,
0: yeah. and basically being mentally prepared for these SHTF scenarios. It's one of the reasons, I know this is so cliche, but I love jujitsu because it constantly puts me in very uncomfortable situations. Like every single night, I'm training my mind and body to react super calmly to really horrible, stressful situations. And it's something that you can do. And lately, Cam and I have been talking about cold showers, kind of the same thing. You're you're training your body to like, oh, this is going to be horrible. All, yeah. Um, but you know how to react. And you relax after. And that. you relax, and, and you can take it a lot easier. So just think about ways that you can build up that mental and physical um, tolerance. Not to,
1: cold showers together. No,
0: nah, we don't We've do We've been together, talking no. about it in our this own This is showers. via texting. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we we haven't been hopping in the shower together. <laughs> it would definitely most likely be warm if we did that. <laughs> it's going to be awkward i want warm.
1: It's cold <laughs> on my back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, of course, exactly. Um, yeah, we haven't been doing We're that. We're ruining this
1: podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so somebody, the... some you see somebody in the comments like had said. I think they like actually did have an autocorrect because mm-hmm. it was all he finally listened to your hubby. <laughs> Nuh-uh. And I was like, "What?" And then he hurried and changed. It. He's like, "Buddy, I meant oh. buddy." <laughs> That's awesome. Uh... Stupid autocorrect kills you every time, yeah. man. He may have been intentionally
0: saying hubby, but I laughed pretty (laughs) hard. That is funny. Hubby. So once you've calmed yourself down, you need to make sure that you and your group and your family is in in immediate danger. Yeah. Uh, Make sure that you're safe, and if you're not, get to safety immediately. But you need to do this methodically. You need to do it carefully. Don't sprint to the basement and break your ankle ankle (laughs) on the way down the stairs seriously like yeah. that you don't want to it's again you're making your situation worse yeah don't hop in the truck drive 90 miles an hour through the neighborhood plow over two kids <laughs> and a dog on your way out yeah you've got it people
1: you, do that crap though. they do
0: they like lose it, their mind they do so just take it a step at a time be careful get to immediate safety but do it safely yeah um And then just make sure there aren't any other current situations that you need to deal with right away. Injured family members. Got to go to the bathroom first. Got to take a crap. For sure that's happening. (laughs) That's one thing I haven't been able to train is my guts. Yeah. (laughs) You're (laughs) telling me. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, make sure there's no injured family members. There's no leaking gas or a fire in the bathroom or something. You got to deal with those. (sighs) (laughs) There's just natural gas leaking into your house. I feel really calm. Wow. I'm getting dizzy. I actually need to take a nap. (laughs) so anyways that's the number one thing to do stay calm
1: yeah it really is important like people like it seems like so simple and dumb like i'm gonna be calm no Uh, if you don't put your mind in those scenarios and think about like how you would react like you're gonna be caught off guard and you're gonna crap your pants because you didn't go (laughs) poop beforehand (laughs) (laughs) yes or something like that yeah Yeah. um next you know once you've got your wits about you Mm. um then you uh Want to communicate with your group or your family? Mm -hmm. You know, primarily mine's going to be like, I'm going to reach out to my wife to me, see where the kid took I thought it was going to be your hubby. (laughs) Are you in a cold shower again? (laughs) Get out, turn off the shower. We got stuff to do, prepper stuff, (laughs) (laughs) podcast to do. But yeah, like you're going to communicate to your family. And um, one big thing here is like we've said before in other podcasts and our communications podcast, it was a communication radio. Um, don't always rely on, uh, technology. Yeah. You know, have those backup plans to communicate with your family. Cause most likely you're going to be at work, mm-hmm. your kids are going to be at school, your wife's going to be at home or at her job. And it's just going to be like, you're going to have to coordinate everything. So. Or at Ulta. Yeah. <laughs> like we've talked about before, um, you've got to have that plan in place of like, where are we all going to meet? How are we going to communicate? Like your kids need to know what to do next. Yeah. Um, and that might be, you know, communication first by cell phone, obviously you have yeah. it in it, but if the lines are all clogged up or it's an EMP or something like that, then, you know, maybe two way radio, more extreme, you're going to go ham radio. <laughs> if you have one with you or a yeah. portable one, and have your license and stuff. Um, <laughs> um, maybe notes, banners, colors, horns, posters, you Horns. know, we talked about like setting up like signals. Like, Horns. what if you? <laughs> I know that's just
0: some random. I got up here. my French
1: horn.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Trumpet>. <laughs> I was just sticking all kinds of random crap in there. <laughs> You got that in your bug-out bag? <laughs> Hold on, I'm tuba. My family knows. <laughs>
0: ha, 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 ha.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a... <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, so you never know. That's my bug-out, too. Think about all your... It's camo. <laughs> yeah, the brass blends in. You I got a whole bunch of other brass things. Um, but, yeah. You gotta figure out a way to communicate with them and have that backup, have that backup plan if your technologies don't work. Okay,
0: it's true though. But again, you're gonna go, you're gonna go directly to your cell yeah, phone. Yeah, okay. you're gonna light a fire and like send smoke signals <laughs> yeah. up. The first thing, It's like, what are you doing? I'm getting in touch my with my
1: wife. We'll Hold on.
0: She can see this from Ulta. I guarantee it. Guarantee it.
1: What are you doing? I'm on the phone with my wife. I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to use my phone? <laughs> yours, yours not working. I just burned it in Hold the fire. Hold on. You messed me up. And this is how I started my fire. I just sent up. I sent up sas. I meant to send up SOS. Um. Sasquatch. <laughs> he sees a Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch. Sasquatch. He just sent up a signal about Sasquatch Wait, what's that? Smoke
0: Oh, and I hear a distant tuba
1: Honey, <laughs> 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 oh, you see the smoke signal? Start heading towards Follow it Follow the tuba the noise closer, The closer you get, you'll hear that big bass <laughs> 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 You got a drum boom-boom <laughs> It's a one-man band <laughs> set <laughs> 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 You imagine <laughs> it's out <laughs> the front of your voice Hurry, <laughs> take it off You made it <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing for like 10 minutes straight. I've got like $50 sitting next to my feet. Yeah, always put your hat out before. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, just yeah. in case. You never know. Uh, no. <laughs> um, And then set up a rally point. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, you know, it's safe enough that it's your home, but you've got to have that backup plan. Maybe you're going to meet at a local church. Maybe yeah. you're going to meet at your neighbor's for some reason. Tackle bell. Yeah, tackle bell. But this has got to be communicated between you and... Your family and, and maybe um beforehand you know mo- usually yeah not right not right but you can that. do it here but
0: yeah that's why that's why you have the emergency plan
1: is yeah. to set up these contingencies right yep and yeah. so um yeah get that tuba mm-hmm. and then you're going to communicate to them you know i'm coming to you in my car or my truck or i'm, I'm gonna coming be to you in my car i'm gonna be driving a semi or a mule i'm <laughs> coming right in i found a mule Anyway, like, tuba yeah. mule but it's always helpful to like let them know you know i'm coming yeah. from work i'm actually taking the back road i'm coming in i'm not going to park out from and drive in the backyard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just all these different sure. plants <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what <laughs> i don't know it's just important it's my plan <laughs> But yeah, um, oh man, this is where it gets all <laughs> messy because of our notes. <laughs> we were right. chatting back and forth while we were doing notes together. <laughs> Sounds right. like a country song. Get the F out of my notes. I can do it. <laughs> A-S-S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we'll won't read that one. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah. So, uh, NIF, okay, I'm jumping around. That messed me up. I <laughs> knew it would. I told you. I meant to delete it all and I never did. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then yeah, so once you've communicated, you've set up that rally point. You've t- you know you're able to talk with your family. Um, you're going to meet up there. Uh, that at that point, you know you can continue to give them kind of like an ETA of when you're going to get there, so that they know and they're watching out for you. But other things is that they can you know if things get bad where your rally point is, you're communicating in a way that kind of warns you. It's like don't come here, we're all dead. <laughs> But, um, but communication is huge and it's like, there's just so many different ways to do it and you've got to, you know, have these backup plans because it can't all it's not always going to be by phone and that's what a lot of people are going to rely on. Sure. Um. And then, you know, you may consider setting up a communication uh, between you and, like, your next-door neighbor or or someone in your neighborhood that you trust that's going to either check on your family and not check up on your gear. Exactly. <laughs> so That's the scary You've got to trust that person because you may not, you know, I already know I'm going to probably try and call my wife and the cell service is all going to work, but yeah. she either will have a dead phone mm-hmm. or it's going to just be sitting under a pile of clothes she's folding and watching the show. Yep.
0: <laughs> like, 100%.
1: She's working, okay. I'm but that's the that's the dice thing. I mean, like it, you
0: you and I live close enough where we could get a hold of each other. Okay, hey, are you close to home? Can yeah, you at least yeah. stop in and make sure my house isn't on fire? Right. Well it's it was like
1: that one night. Remember you had a fire like in the back field by your house? Oh yeah. You called me, you're like, Is my house on fire? That's right. Yeah, I was now out of was town. Like,
0: nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. It's not
1: in the basement anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me pause this game. Looking out the window, it's it looks like my bedroom, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> your, the drawers in your dresser Are not on fire Your wife's clothes are fine
1: <laughs> I'll take these ones off And get out of the house <laughs> I Have your girl over my house Because I thought that fire Was going to get out of control That's um, why I got. But yeah Like uh You've got to have this extensive communications plan. You do, yeah. With your family, with others that can communicate with your family, maybe somebody nearby, but you got to trust that person. So sure. Anyways, Good um, luck. <laughs> it's a big deal. you really got to start is. that communications plan before this crap starts. You know? Yeah, I agree. So, And so the next thing, and... Uh, we we're not necessarily yeah. <laughs> we're not necessarily saying that
0: this is the order you need to do this in necessarily, but the one of the immediate things you have to do is collect current situation details. This comes back to communications as well, right? Information in any SHTF situation or scenario, it's gold, man. It is prime time resource. This that I mean, <clears throat> you've got to have this to know what's going on, understanding what is happening what may be coming, and the duration of the situation, this is all going to give you the information that you need to understand how to react to it right now. You may think you know how to move forward, but without information on the whole picture, you might be wrong. You might think that this is just something that's um, affecting your little town, and this you guys are just having an issue when, in truth, the whole world's on fire. You don't know. Yeah. So you can't just bug out of town and, and get to a place that's safe, because it's not going to be safe. Right. So, You need to understand exactly what is happening, what is happening, what has happened, and what the short-term versus the long-term consequences are going to be of this situation. You also want to gather as much intel as possible as quickly as possible because who knows how long you're going to have power. And it's when having um, power that's the easiest way to get information right you you've got um you've got television you've got social media you great power comes great great, information yes with the twitter power you've got all that stuff but if if you lose power if you lose data if you lose internet it all becomes much harder so at the time get as much as you possibly can because you don't know how long that's going to last right And again, this starts even before something happens. This is something you should be doing, should be ongoing. Having an ear to the ground as preppers before situations arise is pretty critical. This means you already kind of have that leg up. We were talking about coronavirus months before things went crappy, right? Yeah. So we kind of understood what might be coming. We didn't really know how long it was going to last, obviously. But, you know, maybe you've already... Thought through the situation a little bit. You've padded your preps for this exact issue because you were kind of already in the know, right? That, I mean, that's what we do as preppers. We prepare beforehand. There are things like emergency apps, there's social media, there's news, there's friends, there's podcasts, YouTube, all of the above can help you be better informed before it all happens. So these next things we'll talk about are the things that are helpful as the disaster is unfolding, as this SHT. TF event is happening. Emergency apps, they're going to keep you updated as long, again, as you have data or you have internet. Social media, kind of the same thing. Television, as long as there is power, you should be able to get that kind of stuff. Radio. Um, that's probably one of the last lines of defense there because they usually all have backups at the radio stations. You can turn on your car, you can turn on your emergency radio. Um, these are all good forms of info as it's happening. Just be careful to not bug out immediately. When you see like a Facebook post saying that the world's ending. Yeah. Okay. Right. Corroborate the information with multiple trusted sources. Don't just. Just grab your pack and, and head to Puerto Rico because you think things are bad here. <laughs> They've got it figured out. <laughs> They've been through this a million times. <laughs> they know times. what they're doing there. And, again, emergency radio is key for those disasters that may knock out power. Um, then you can try and use your own personal network of people and call them and text and FaceTime. Anyone that you may know that might have information, friends and family you trust, they can give you updates from where they are or their neck of the woods. Maybe Tell me
1: what you know.
0: Yeah. Exactly, uh, your church might have some resources, and your neighbors might be um, good resources as well. You know, try and gather from your local authorities. They usually have local emergency management. Should have some like official ways to communicate to the public. Usually, it's an app, or sometimes they even send out texts yeah. when things happen. Phone trees, auto calls, those types of things, and social media accounts, radio broadcasts, local TV. All of the
1: above will be true for state and national as you well. Know, I mean, that's a good point of having like. People that work in different, like, job... You know, some work at the hospital. Yeah. Some work for, you know, the the city. And Mm -hmm. and you're going to get different, you know, areas of information. They're all going to have different intel based on what they do, what their specialties are. We're fine. We're not fine. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If you have a prepper group, obviously this is going to be key. Hopefully your group has some sort of information-gathering solutions as well as communication, you know, protocols to help in these situations. We talked about ham radio, obviously, that's going to be super helpful if you understand what that is and how to use it. And I don't. You, you don't. I don't either. Police scanners are a great yeah. way to get ongoing information as things are unfolding. Um, maybe it's pretty localized and you can just throw up a drone. Maybe it's you know in your just immediate area. Hey, I'm going to throw up this drone. I'm going to see what's happening because it's not safe for me to walk out there. You can get out a couple of miles and kind of see, you know, assess right. the situation. That's obviously a very localized type thing, but it could be super helpful to gather that information as things are unfolding. Um, and then after you've gathered the information, this can help you assess the current situation, and it leads to our next point, right. which Cam will talk about.
1: Yeah, and like you've you've mentioned it a few times. the The critical point of assessing and gathering detail on the current situation is going to help determine whether or not you bug in or bug out yeah you know we talk a lot about bugging out it's exciting and, and it's um the sexier form of like sure, survival yeah. but in reality like it's the harder thing to do much harder and probably the last thing most people should and want to do because yeah. you've got all of your preps at home you know you know your neighborhood you know the people around you you're, you're much safer to mm-hmm. stay put yeah but you never know could be you know Hot lava coming towards your house. You got to get out of there. (laughs) You just
0: got to go. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So there are events that are going to lead you to want to leave. And it's much different depending on where you live. Like if you're in the middle of a city, it's very different than being, you know, here where we live, rural city. Like there's, there's just not much Mm -hmm. that's going to kick us out of our, you know, we're staying forever. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, you got to gather all these details to determine what's best for you, safest for you and most, you know, practical for you and your family, Mm -hmm. bug in or bug out. So bugging in obviously is the, of the decisions going to be the most likely one. You can, you know, you have, you have shelter, you have your supplies, you have a plan there that's more organized than any other plan. And, you know, you have the safety of others that, that know you. And, you know, most people live in a neighborhood that, I believe they're going to be safe around those people too. Right. They're going to help each other. Mm-hmm. I feel that way in ours. Mm-hmm. Some people I can't stand, but hey, you know.
0: Yeah, you're not you're not scared of them though. No, I'm not Probably
1: worried. not. No, I'm scared of having to help them. Yeah, or talk to them. <laughs> right. <laughs> those things. Right. So, um, but yeah, there are going to be those types of scenarios where you're going to have to bug out and that's where you've got to have that plan in place and you've got to consider, you know, one, one thing is you know, disasters tend to bring on them other disasters. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got rioting in a town after an event. You've got yeah. roadways that are going to be closed or broken up. You're not going to be able to travel like you expected to. And, you know, and that goes into your extensive bug out plan, but that can be disrupted like at any point. So for sure, maybe you take the risk anyway, but um, most likely even, you know, most likely you're going to stay put. And so... But you know, if you're if you're home and safe, um, you're gonna want to secure that area, and that's kind of what we wanted to talk about next. Mm-hmm. You've gotten your details. You've decided you're gonna stay home now, or you're gonna bug out. When you're in that location, what are you gonna do next? Yeah, yeah, no, that's
0: that's the big. I think that's the biggest one is understanding which plan to go with your bug in or your bug yeah. out. It's a tough. You've got
1: to go through both of them. Mm-hmm. You've got to plan out both of them. Mm-hmm. You've got to have. Plan A, B, C. Mm -hmm. And then when you pick one of those, then you got, you know, wherever you end up.
0: You yeah. your next steps. Yeah, so. You got to secure your home, your location, assess threats, and deal with power. Those are all things that you have to – this is more like three things, but we're going to take it as one. If you decide to ride it out at home, it's time to kind of prepare your house for what may be ahead. Yeah. You should be pretty close to being ready to hunker down most of the time, but there's probably going to be some final touches depending on the situation that you're in that you're going to want to make. Is it bad enough that you need to really worry about security? Do you need to reinforce windows or board up windows or re- – reinforced doors because depending on the situation it might come to that yeah. but hopefully not right but you, this is a good time to figure that out do you need to deploy sandbags or something like that is it is it a weather or a flooding event that you need to deal with does the power or the gas need to be turned off for safety um do you need to deploy any solar assets right now to start gathering power um because maybe you know you want to charge up some battery banks and stuff because you're worried about the power going out or the power is already out Was this an earthquake or a bad storm? Do you need to prepare for aftershocks? We talked about aftershocks, right? And more high winds or snow gather flashlights or your blackout kit and have it at the ready? Do you need to move or adjust preps in the home or garage or shed? Some people keep things in different areas of, of their uh, property. You might be back in a shed. It could be in a garage. And now you you know that you're kind of hunkering down. It might be a good time to go get those things, bring them into your, maybe like your safe room or whatever you're doing and, and figuring out what you have and where everything is and just make it a little bit more accessible to you, right? Um, do you need to ready self-defense weapons? Do you need to arm your security system? Um, you don't want to forget about your animals either. If you have animals that are outside, it could be unsafe for them. Put armor on them. Yeah, armor up your animals for (laughs) sure. Um, you gotta do that. Uh, so you might need to bring them inside depending on what you have. You gotta bring your chickens in the garage or something. Who knows?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Think about your vehicles. Are they safe where they are? Do they need to be moved into the garage, behind the house? Or maybe you need to put them in sort of a a tactical position to leave quick if you need to. Or maybe they need to block an entrance or something like that, you know? Those are things you can think about with the vehicles. And then you can do really simple things like pulling down the blinds and shades, locking all the doors. Um, Is it bad enough that you need to have somebody on watch? Yeah. Watching what's going on, watching the house, watching the neighborhood. Keep an eye on the neighborhood for me, Cam. <laughs> <Kim. laughs> um, and then you know assess you assess what threats there are. You know you should have a lot of intel at this point. You know are there looters? Are there rioters? Are the police cracking down? Or is it bad enough that you need to worry about your neighbors? Um, and have you been a good gray man? That type of thing. So this is the time to secure your home, your location. Assess those threats and make sure
1: that you've got your backup
0: power kind of ready to go yeah so yeah it's scary
1: it, it really is scary out there <clears throat> it really is speaking of scary stuff um cyber crime is kind of a big deal it is shopping online doing your taxes online browsing the internet while you're at the airport it's all susceptible to s- robbers and thieves online you don't want that scary um surf is your answer Surfshark is a virtual private network that can protect you and all of your devices from online threats. I really like Surfshark because it's super simple to use, like their app, and they're uh, actually redesigned their app, but um, it's like, people get kind of freaked out about the stuff that it's too like complicated, and it really isn't. You just get the app, you subscribe, you can try it for 30 days, money back guarantee if you don't like it, and one subscription will cover all of your devices, so you can go Grayman man online. It blocks your IP so people can't track it. You can connect to servers in Brazil, Puerto mm-hmm. Rico, probably. I don't know. It <laughs> might be down right now. <laughs> I don't now. think they have servers there anymore. But it basically just shields you from online threats. And they can also send you an email when your email is compromised, your password and stuff like that. So it's like the safest way to go online, mm-hmm. Surfshark. And it's super affordable you can get twenty seven months for less than sixty bucks if you use use our code Casual Preppers. Eighty three percent off. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, it's super easy to use. You can try it out for thirty days. You go to surfshark.deals slash casual preppers, and I guarantee it, you, you're gonna love it. Absolutely. You're gonna love it. Surfshark. All right, so Cam is now gonna talk about augmenting your pressure. Oh yeah, I'm next. I got I'm getting a call from Kanosh. Where is Kanosh? Uh I don't know. It's in Utah somewhere. Looks Speaking like. of, I just have to mention this funny story. Get spam calls all the time. Yeah. I was driving home, I kept getting this call and I picked it up and it was you know how it's like pause. Yeah. You're know, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a spam. Yeah. It was connected to my car. Oh, okay. And I was like finally got I got fed up and I was mm-hmm. like, Stop spamming, you're wasting everybody's time. And I hung up. Uh huh. And then I get this like call again, and I finally like picked it up and realized it was connected, and I answered. And like, this has been its soccer coach, and <laughs> we have practice. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's awesome. I went after her, and she's like, oh, "You seem like a nice guy." Oh, that's hilarious. Anyways, yeah. don't always assume it's <laughs> Yeah, maybe somebody's communicating you communicating with you about volcano going on. <laughs> exactly. All right. So um, next, after you're kind of secured, you've bugged in. You've got details on all the situation. Mm. Um, now it comes down to your preps. Yeah. And a lot of people, like, a lot of forums disagree with this, but I think it's a good time to augment your preps. Like I do, too. Most places you're going to be aren't going to be, like, full-on panic and chaos. Mm-hmm. Even if they are, you can be safe about it. Mm-hmm. Like, go top off your vehicles. Go get some extra food, water, things like that. Like, the grocery store, Kobe and I went... Um, when they started lockdown and it was busy and it yeah. like they were cleaning things out, but yeah. I didn't feel like there was any threat. No. To get a shot in the back for carrying <laughs> extra toilet paper. And, and if things. it started getting to that point, then we would reconsider, yeah. Yeah. right? And it depends hugely on where you live. Like if you're yeah. in downtown Detroit, I probably wouldn't go out to no, augment no. your preps. Yeah. But um, if you're downtown and, Detroit, you're probably not listening to this podcast, anyways. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Is there a Detroit anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Is it like a whole new country? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like when when things go down, like there's no problem with going and topping things off, especially like perishable goods, you know, milk, uh, butter, things like that. Mm-hmm. Things that y- you can't hold on to for a long time and it's hard to like cycle in and out avoid using your 25 year shelf life stuff. Yeah. The more you can get and use like within that two weeks, I mean, you're, you're way better off than most people. Um, grocery stores, like consider other things like convenience stores. You can go to like cow ranch and stuff yeah. and you still get a lot of supplies and you're probably sure. not going to deal with as, as much of the crowd, but it's a huge period of like taking care of like before everything just gets worse. You, you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. So there's no problem with doing that. And this doesn't, um, apply just to going to town and getting food, like use what supplies in your home, like, like get them prepared. Um, I wrote in here water boob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was get you want to get the water boob. Water boob. But like, um, conserving some of your, like the, the running water in your home, mm-hmm. fill up some water bobs, um start bottling more water if you have some spare things around. Like, you're basically consolidating all of your goods, whether it be going to town to get a little bit more yeah. or just topping off your water supply by filling it up while you still have yeah, active, fill up a running, bunch of, fresh water. Yeah,
0: fill up a bunch of cups, a big, you know, whatever you've got. Yeah, fill line them
1: up. up. Line them up. Yeah. Because seriously, like, um, uh, it's not, like, I think the gun stores and stuff, you know, yeah. that's a different story. Sure. You may, you may deal with more there, but they're like the grocery store. That that was the one thing that I ran out of fast was just like the little treats and yep. stuff that the kids like a popcorn and, mm-hmm. um, pop and stuff. It's like, why not just go grab some more of that while it's still there? You don't know how long it's going to last. Absolutely. So it's a huge, important time to like, just top off everything, get gas, get fuel, um, get some, uh, you know, j- fuel for your generator. Mm-hmm. Maybe get a little more camping gear, some fire starter stuff. Grab some propane wood from the, Yeah. Grab some firewood from the uh, gas station. Um, you, you have a short time to do that and you can easily top it all off and it's just going to get you a lot further yeah. and feel a lot more comfortable.
0: And again, you don't know how long this is going to last. I mean, yeah. you might have an idea,
1: right. but you don't know. And there's a lot of people in forums are just like, "Oh, you don't want to deal with the rush and sure. risk yourself." And you don't have to. No. But like it's a good time to assess whether or not you're going to need a yeah. little bit more and you're like, "If I'm not fully prepared, or you want to just top off a little bit? Mm-hmm. Go do it. Absolutely, it's time to do it. So now you've topped off
0: your preps. You've got your home secured. It's probably a good time to review your your family plans, your emergency plans. Um, you've kind you've kind of settled down. Maybe the immediate danger has been mitigated somewhat. It's a really good time to pull out those plans. And, or it's starting to change. Like, yeah, or maybe it's starting worse. to change. Exactly. So pull out those plans if you have them and go over what you have. It's a great time. Gather everybody together. Okay, oh, here's what happens. If we do. If this happens, this is what we're going to do. We're eating you. Oh, yeah, you're going down first. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, why not review those things when, once you have a few minutes, once things have calmed For down. Sure. You've got everything kind of together. You know, take some time. You might want to actually augment those plans, to specifically what's going on right now. Yeah.
1: You know, going to change on the fly. Yeah,
0: make or just build a brand new one specific to this current situation. Okay, here's what what's going yeah. on. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, make sure that everyone understands what could happen and what you should be doing when those things happen. Also, gather your document kits. If you've got a document kit, if you don't have a document kit, just gather the documents that you know you might need if you have to leave right. or if something happens. Make sure you have everything together add anything maybe that you've been putting off or have missed. You're at home anyways, probably just hanging out. Do some of these things. Make very specific plans on how you're going to handle the situation if things devolve quickly or worse than they are. Update your communications plan based on what it looks like and maybe how the... your communication devices are working maybe data is down maybe power is out so okay now we know we have to use our plan b with communications let's make sure everybody understands that yeah just take those things review them it's a great time to manage those communication devices make sure all the batteries are charged and all of those things just you know take a second review those plans and update them based on the current situation yeah It, it doesn't make sense why you wouldn't do that right right so good thing to do
1: yeah no we constantly get people saying you know how do you get your spouse or so and so into prepping so mm-hmm. if you're not communicating during this and going yeah. over your plan at that point yeah. like they're not going to know what's going on they're no like, absolutely why not. are you putting so many pistols on your chest like where are we going let's look at the plan babe <laughs> let's look at the plan we'll draw it out yeah but um the next thing is this is where you really need to kind of like be very very um, specific on your inventory yeah. and managing your food and water use. Mm-hmm. You don't know how long this is going to last and if your kids are like mine, you know, they'll take a cup and fill it to the brim of, of <laughs> milk and they'll yeah. sip it and leave it and it just gets wasted. Yeah, You just don't have the resources to keep doing that. No. You shouldn't be doing it anyway no. but um, in this, uh, where, you know, things are, are going south and you're starting to lose more and more ability to go into town to get things, like yeah. you've got to be very, you got to conserve what you have. Mm-hmm. So you got to make a very good list. If you, hopefully we've talked about doing inventory and that's like one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. But now you need to know what's being used and what you're running low on mm-hmm. and how much, um, you know, um, how much flour you have so that all your meals aren't based on like flour usage. You know, you're, I'm gonna make bread for every meal. <laughs> like you gotta be very specific yeah. about it based on what you have. So it's a good time and it gives you something to do. Like mm-hmm. you've got that, you got your plan set, you know, you guys are following the plan and and now you're going to start like going through what you have and knowing how long you have until you need to go and get more. And, um, just like managing even the water usage in your home. Mm-hmm. Cause like if things get really bad, you're not going to have the water treatment plant working Yeah, and soon you're just going to have really bad flint Michigan water, mm. you know, <laughs> and um, so it's like, you know, you got your water bob set, but it's like, don't you know, be constantly using, you know, maybe all of you pee in the same toilet and not flush all the time, sure, stuff like that. If Scott. it's yellow, let it mellow, <laughs> yeah. if it's brown, flush it down. Yeah, husbands and wives should shower together, yeah, save water. I think that's, yeah, that's good advice, important first sage. thing, first sage thing. advice, yeah, um, but the other thing is like, uh, you're checking, like, you're going to probably set maybe somebody in charge of the, uh, um, I'm just losing my... Toilet? No, what's the uh, pantry? <laughs> oh, the pantry, okay. Because, like, my kids are just in and out of there, yeah. opening and closing the fridge. Like, you've got to shut that down and, like, be like, look, you can't eat goldfish... Every second you mm, want. No. You save yeah. these supplies. So that's gonna be the hardest thing. Huge. Keeping it, like, kids out of snacks. They're gonna be super miserable and you're gonna be super miserable. Yeah.
0: But you you you've gotta
1: So be like this, a normal
0: everyday day. Right.
1: Everybody's <laughs> yeah. miserable. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But you've got to just realize that like yeah. these things are limited. You mm-hmm. can't go to town and get them. You gotta communicate that with your family, mm-hmm. and then you've got to start making a toilet list of toilet paper. It also helps you prepare. Yeah, toilet my paper. daughter,
0: the my youngest daughter. I've had a, a time with her lately with toilet paper. Okay, she'll go. She'll use the bathroom. She'll use the normal amount of toilet paper. She'll go wash her hands, and instead of just drying it on the towel, <laughs> she's papers. pulling toilet paper out, drying her hands, and throwing it in the it's garbage. Like the worst thing to wipe your hands. I, with. I don't get it. It either. dries fast, but it's like
1: I, oh, I pull w- pieces. I get so my mad. kids use so much to a point where I got a bidet. Yeah. Oh, good. Because I was so sick and tired yeah. of it. I'm oh. like. Do you I like I- the bidet? I do. Do you? Yeah. Uh, it's nice. It's weird. but Is it? Yeah. Uh, I've but been my, i I told my boys, I'm like, just try it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's weird, but like, but it has, it's cut down on toilet paper use. I bet it would. So, except for <laughs> Ellis, um, my uh, three-year-old, he come running out. Like, I heard this, like, <laughs> He oh, comes no. running out and he's all, like almost crying. His <laughs> chest is soaked and it was still shooting like up at a pitcher. It's like, oh, <laughs> no. he didn't know what that button was. Yeah. But no, yeah. Like, <laughs> he, yeah. Now Seriously, he knows. But like toy paper, yeah. Usage, you're going to be like, you're using three squares Yeah. If you can't get do it that, done, then you don't need to eat because you don't need <laughs> poop coming out of your <laughs> exactly. butt. Exactly. No. Yeah. But yeah, no, like this is, this is a really important time to like, mm-hmm. you basically have to start rationing things and that's going to be hard, but, mm-hmm. um, it's super important to stretch things out for however long this lasts. Yeah. If it saves you a couple of trips to town and the craziness, once
0: start, <laughs> yeah. then you're, I feel like I was it. going
1: to town constantly yeah. during COVID. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't have yeast. I don't have butter. Yeah. I don't have oil. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm I like, got to keep going. I'm the worst prepper ever.
0: Exactly. So now the thing I think is a good thing to start thinking about is preparing for the next phase, whatever that might be. You have your intel, you've hunkered down, or you've bugged out, whatever that is. You may have an idea about what could be headed your way next, right? Is it more of the same? Is it going to get worse? Is it going to get better? So take the time to prepare for what that next step is. Is the power likely to go out? You'll charge up those batteries, set up your solar lighting, make preparations to preserve your food. If you have a bunch of stuff in the freezer, what needs to be eaten now? What yeah. doesn't – that comes back to the rationing part, making sure you're eating the stuff yeah. that's going to go bad first, yeah. right? Don't just start eating the, the frozen stuff that's that's fine right now. Eat the stuff that that's going to go bad first. Start thinking about um, are there going to be medical issues that might arise if the power goes out? Yeah. Ooh, that's scary. What right? if you're sick? What are we going to – Yes. Um are you going to need different entertainment options moving forward with things getting worse and maybe there's no power? You need to get batteries and, and candles and all of those things together. Is, does it look like rioting or looting or martial law is a possibility moving forward? You need to consider this and work to be, become more prepared for that next step now. Do you need to spread your preps into different locations? Do you need to um, work to prepare and finalize a plan B, bug out plan? you know uh you've decided to hunker down and yeah. bug in but gosh it's you're looking, coming on
1: two weeks and yeah you're like this is gonna back. go a lot
0: longer yeah and or it's getting worse yeah the neighborhood's get, getting a little sketchy maybe it's better if we we
1: had yeah, move-ins from california uh, oh man you just don't know yeah so um you know work to secure your home even more work to
0: finalize that bug out plan whatever it is yeah have you properly communicated with your family or anyone that could be worried about you. Maybe this is somewhat localized to you. Yeah, and going beyond your small group. Yeah, or don't let people wonder if you're okay. Work to touch base with them if you can. Anyone who you think might be worried. If you weren't able to talk to them right as the issue arose, take some time, do your best to update them on your situation and get updates on their situation as well. Again, that's just more intel for you trying to figure out what yeah. to do next. Update your outgoing voicemail if you need to. Maybe uh, you can't get calls out, but some people are getting calls in, but it's not going, but update your outgoing voicemail to kind of update your situation with it. Try social media, whatever might work, but information to those people that might want it is going to be pretty
1: crucial there. You know, are things Day looking up? Day 65, COVID <laughs> quarantine. Yeah. Leave a message. Beep. Um. <laughs>
0: Beep. <laughs> <laughs> are things looking up? Are yeah, the tuba <laughs> kind of like fades out at the end of the message with a tuba. <laughs> oh, so, he's okay. He's still right. playing it. Yeah. Um are things looking up? Is it going to be getting better shortly? You know, work to make a plan to transition out of your bugging in phase 2 yeah. normal routines. Figure yeah. out what that's going to look like. We can start like.
1: eating a few more fruit snacks. Yeah.
0: Also, you know, it's also not a bad idea to coordinate and touch base with neighbors at this point. Yeah. Here's the thing with neighbors: they are most likely going to be in a very similar situation to you, just because of their proximity. <laughs> what was that? I you, brought my drink down on the, into mic? the mic. Oh, that was that was cute. About split my lip open. Yeah. Um, they're going because of the proximity of where they live. Their situations are going to be pretty similar, right? Have discussions and maybe have some contingencies depending on what has happened and what may happen soon with those neighbors. Make a plan to help each other where it's
1: possible. Look out for Survey. each other. Huh? Survey comes into play exactly. real well right Yeah, now.
0: this is when that NPP just hits hard. Did you struggle with this <laughs> yeah.
1: SHTF? I got a little thing to fill out. So
0: anyways, prepare for that next uh,
1: phase of this SHTF situation. Yeah, no, you definitely have to. Yes. Yeah. It just... It can go south fast. Yeah, sure. Or it can get better Or it can quicker. go north fast. We you don't You be know. still in your basement eating dried ramen. It's like and that. your family, your neighbors are like, we're well, good. We've been back to work for two weeks. It's like the guy from World War II that
0: was on that island for like <laughs> 50 years or something that thought the war still was still going. <laughs> still
1: fighting the war. You're still in your basement. <laughs> What's that big... <laughs> Which, that big Russian aircraft carrier is just a cruise ship. Yeah. Oh, my exactly. gosh. Um, and, and, yeah, after you got all that stuff going, like, um, it's really important to kind of assign roles and responsibilities to people. Yeah. Whether it be, like, just within your family, like, give your kids um, some things to do. Maybe, you know, one of them's over the inventory. That's probably a bad idea. But um, <laughs> yeah, Don't don't put your three-year-old over the inventory. Yeah. But like Or the bidets. Like... Idleness is, is something that leads to fear and irritability and depression. Like if, if somebody doesn't feel like they're Mm -hmm. doing anything, they're important and they're, they're not working anymore. Like if you have a group that you're with and they're not part of the plan, um, then they're just going to, they're going to be miserable. Idle
0: hands are the devil's playground. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. And so you really want to like get people involved in Mm -hmm. your plan and doing things, um, maybe securing the perimeter and maybe standing guard a couple of nights a week. <laughs> like you just want to, you want to throw be able out to some them. seeds, let them count them on the front porch.
0: <laughs> Tie
1: some ma- knots. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like are your neighbors vampires? Yeah. Yes. Mine are. Yeah. Most likely. But yeah, you want to like get people involved and get mm. your family involved in this. Like you don't yeah. want to be the one barking out orders and doing everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, stay put. I'll be going into town. Not you. Dad, could we come into town? <laughs> yeah. Going into town to get some more supplies. Um, We're out of yeast. <laughs> I always bring yeast up, <laughs> We need chips that and was yeast. A, that, was, that was a sore spot it in the yeah. plan. I yeah. found out that whole... You learned a lesson. Yep. Yeah. Um, But it just gets people a little bit more involved. It helps with their mind. Like they don't get depressed. They don't have to worry about the scenario. They're, they're focused on whatever task that you've, you know, Mm -hmm. set them up to do. Um, plus it helps determine maybe who's worthless and who isn't. You're going (laughs) to send somebody that's worthless to a dangerous mission to get supplies and hope they never come back. Yeah. You're going to sort out people pretty quick Mm -hmm. if you're doing this kind of thing. So it just, um, you want to be occupied. You want to, you know you know, get people involved in things because otherwise they start losing their minds. They, do. And they get miserable. They get antsy. They want to leave and you don't want them to leave. Well, and that, it comes back to those
0: emergency plans too. Those, a lot of those will lay out the roles and responsibilities for each family member right. beforehand. So that's helpful. Yeah. That they already know kind of like my kids know that they are in charge of pets. Right. Like they have to take care of them. That's, that's but what their if your parents
1: come in. Your wife's mom. Same thing. You're like you've got take to. Care of you're too. gonna have to set them up to do. The something. kids take care of her. You can too. put the kids to bed every night. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. You can that's watch your them only role. Night. Yeah, you can do the dishes. If they get out of bed. You've got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, so, you can do the dishes. That. You watch the kids. <laughs> Um what else? Yeah, that's great. What else? Go watch Cam's kids. Go watch. Make sure they're yeah, getting You'll take better. a shift at the Hardy's house as well. <laughs> <laughs> Let Ashley's mom know that. <laughs> if you're gonna live down here, yeah. there's very specific chores we're yeah, gonna have. You to gotta do. know the rules. You're part of our plan, be glad. Mm-hmm have mm-hmm. got a lot of good stuff. I've got yeast for you come apocalypse well, you, time. you got to move your role. But you've got to do some, a few things. Yeah, that's
0: right. So, so there it is, guys. That's 10 things you need to think about after shtf hits the, yeah those are the first things you need to think about after that i don't know what else to think about yeah just don't survive covered it At all yeah yeah guys today's podcast is brought to you by tac pack the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional grade stuff inside use our code casual preppers and get a free separate bag sent of edc gear along with your first month's tac pack head to tac use our code casual preppers Speaking of subscription boxes, we have the latest battle box, Mission 86, Cameron. woo Can't believe we've been with them for that long. That's way
1: more than 85. Yeah.
0: First item in the basic box, the Tactica M.020 camping tool. It's a tool for camping. Does a lot of different things. It's got
1: measurements on it. A
0: sundial. That's the coolest thing. Oh, it is a sundial. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, that's crazy. And then we have the outdoor element handled pot gripper and fuel canister recycle tool. Yeah. I thought this thing was pretty cool. Yeah. Like you you always never you never know what how to pick up your pots. No. When you're camping. Because like, yeah. They never have handles. The little handle flips down close
1: enough that it's seven million degrees. Uh Yeah, Yeah. this is. I I really like this tool. I think it's pretty cool.
0: Then we have the Sol Firelight Fuel Cubes, a former uh, sponsor of the podcast. Sol, yeah, good stuff there. You You can never have enough of that kind of stuff. Sol makes some great stuff. Advanced Box, the Kaliloha Camp Table. This is pretty cool, $45 value. It's a little camp table. It folds down to the size of like a camp chair. This is perfect, man, yeah. for like
1: camping and camp and Yeah. it's perfect for tabling. Tabling at the camp. No, but like throwing in my trailer mm-hmm. gives you a little additional yep. seat. Well, not seat, but a table out by like the fires.
0: So yep, it's perfect. Pretty cool. Then we go to the Pro Box, and we have the Climate Pillow X Inflatable Pillow. $25 value. Climate makes great stuff. They do. They really do. Great camping. And then we have the Climate Static V two sleeping pad.
1: These How long are is great a sucker.
0: That one 72 is seventy two inches. Yeah, it's a pretty so, long one. Yeah. Calculate that out. It gives you six a feet. Solid six feet. And then we have the uh, Pro Plus knife of the month, the ATAC Phantom. Pretty sweet little looking little knife. It's got like some brass looking uh, features oh, on yeah, it. Yeah, it's
1: like dull, but yeah. Looks like
0: copper almost. Oh, yeah. It's almost copper ish, doesn't it?
1: I like that. Yeah. That is a pretty knife. That's Battle Box. Use our code. camera. your preppers, and you're going to get free stuff. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. So, of course, I'm going to talk about something that's related to my job, right? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I can. (laughs) So, sinus infections, and this isn't just ENT, like. One, by far, one of the most common things I'd see in family medicine sure. and at the urgent care, like everybody has a sinus infection. You got a cold, boom, they think they have a sinus infection. <laughs> yeah. And it's true. They suck. They hurt. You know, you mm. get pressure, pain, you fill it in your teeth, you get headaches. Um, they're no bueno. Mm-mm. But here's some statistics, um, just on like sinusitis. Because a lot of people think they need antibiotics when mm-hmm. in reality you really don't. mm um, A study in Netherlands found that if a wait and see approach were used, 91% of patients complaining of acute sinus symptoms would get better within a week. Wow. They also did a trial where they, you know, had placebo antibiotics and antibiotics and people resolved nearly exactly the same time. Like seven to 10 days. Yeah. Because most cases of sinus infections are viral. Um, Mm -hmm. Common cold viruses are typically the ones that cause uh, sinus infections. Um, it can be difficult to determine if it's bacterial, like in all honesty, it's hard when people come in and you know, they want something and it's been seven to 10 days. Like most of the time you're going to get an antibiotic. Yeah. But when it's uh, SHTF, you're not going to have that convenience mm-hmm. to go in and get antibiotics and you're not going to use your like low supply of antibiotics for a sinus infection. Sure. Because yeah. most cases will they ever become like very like serious and bad and sepsis and Mm -hmm. brain abscesses. That's just like very rare. So some of the things that you can do to help treat and take care of your sinus infections. Um, one thing is like this, it's actually been really hard to get distilled water lately. Do you know that? I did not know that. So distilled water is used in CPAP machines. It's great for, for nasal rinses. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you can make your own distilled water. Uh, I think I mentioned it before. Um, have you ever made distilled water? No. It takes an eternity. Does it? It takes forever. I don't have that kind of so time. So, eight cups of water in a, in a cooking pot, and you basically stick an empty bowl in the middle to just kind of float around, mm-hmm. and you stick your uh, the, the glass lid upside down so it just pools and drops into the middle bowl. Oh. So, you just slowly boil your water, and the condensation drips yeah. into the middle bowl, and that's distilled water. Weird. So it takes forever, like to make a gallon. I think it'll take fourteen hours. Oh, I don't have that time. I just don't. But if you're gonna like, it's it has a lot of medicinal use. I'm just okay. saying, if you can't get you like a jug of it, which is like not a bad idea to mm-hmm. have a jug or two of uh, distilled water, you can make your own at home. Huh, cool. Um, but the nasal rinses, so you can make your own solution to rinse your nasal cavities. Have you ever done that? It's I just miserable. use Red Bull. <laughs> it burns but That's I feel a great like it works. Idea. I use the no sugar ones. You use milk. <laughs> oh gosh, milk.
0: Wow. Honey, honey and milk. I pickle together. juice works great for me. <laughs> It's,
1: it stings, tastes, it stings. I smell like pickles for a while, which it's great. So, um, making your own, so you got the distilled water that mm. you hopefully already have, but if you, you know, boil it, obviously cool it down before you send it through your sinuses. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Sad that you have to mention it. To Boiled something. water directly Ow! into your nose. <laughs> your eyeball may pop, but you know, it's clean. Um. Uh, all you have to add to that distilled water is you take eight ounces of distilled water and add a quarter teaspoon of salt and a quarter teaspoon of baking soda. Oh. And that's what you rinse it with. And you usually just rinse up one, like a squeeze bottle is the nicest thing. You just kind of rinse it through, let it drain out the other side. They have neti like those pot. neti pots or that's whatever same thing. they are. Yeah. But they usually like have these packets you can buy. You don't need to. You can just make oh. your own. And all it is, quarter quarter teaspoon of salt, quarter teaspoon Baking soda and eight ounces of distilled water, so a hmm. cup. Cool, easy. And then um, one other thing that you can do is if you have muirison or or bacitracin, um, which is uh, it is prescription ointment, but a lot of people have it for like sores in their nose or yep. for staph infections. So bacitracin or so bacitracin, not bacitracin, um, muirison. You can take eight ounces of distilled water and boil it, and you actually will melt. The the in it. Weird. I haven't read if I don't think neomycin, the stuff that's in like neosporin, would mm-hmm. be good for your sinuses. Yeah. Um, but this one you can you can dissolve, uh, basically melt the antibiotic ointment mm. and put it in the rinse and just cycle. Did you have uh, a bag bomb? A blob of bag bomb and stuff. I'm sure a lot of people are doing that already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm, um, cool. That was something I hadn't heard. But you can dissolve antibiotic ointment. Bactroban's the best one, Muir Pearson. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other ones, you know, I I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much on the studies on that one. But yeah, then you kind of get a coating of an anti uh, antibiotic inside your nose. Mm. The other thing is if you use uh Respules or you have asthma or anything, those can actually be um, you can actually dissolve those. Add a quarter teaspoon of salt, the baking soda mix, and then you just take the pomacort, which is a steroid for your lungs, and you just pour it in there and you can rinse that through your nose too. Hmm. So most of the time you don't need antibiotics and these things sometimes you either have, but for the most, for like, honestly, like the distilled water, salt and baking soda rinses, Mm -hmm. they do more than anything. Wow. They're not very comfortable. Yeah. But that's just something you can do. I mean, and that's something to control sinus infections, which you're guaranteed to get. Yeah. (laughs) At some point. You're not, you know, always going to have access to medical care. Mm -hmm. You can just do these rinses and that's mostly what we recommend anyway. So nice. There you go.
0: Very good. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Please make sure to go check out the Bugging Out podcast. Episode four just came out this week. That was exciting. Cam and I start our little simulated bug out. There's one more episode to come out next week. Yeah. And then it's all over with. Yeah. That's the whole shebang. You should be bugged out at that point. You should be bugged out, but please go subscribe to that. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. Go check us out on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the places. Thanks, guys, and stay survived.